1: Instead of telling you what I think you should be doing or what, how you could be better, or I thought, well, let me just speak from the heart, speak from my gut and really not have anything prepared, but just tell you what's worked for me. And maybe some of the stuff that's worked for me might work for you now, currently, presently, as you guys have your goals and ambitions, but then further on down the line as you guys continue to live your life. This idea and this notion that you can be anything you want, you can accomplish anything you want, right? We hear that. You've heard that from the time you were little boys. You hear that now. You're already incredibly accomplished. You guys know that. The thing that has worked for me is to remember the hard times. So, and I'm sure you guys all have your processes. And again, I'm gonna tell you what's worked for me. So before, A big movie comes out before, back in the days when I was wrestling with WWE, a WrestleMania match. Anything big that would happen, I would always take a moment, and I'd just remind myself, all right, I was evicted when I was 14. We were kicked off the island. We couldn't live in Hawaii. Had no place to live. Uh, A lot of shit happened then when I moved to Nashville. I was arrested multiple times by the time I was 16 years old. I would remember that, and it allows me then to be present Understand all the, the, the stuff I have around me right now. This is the sh- that I dreamed up when I was a kid. I am here. I played for University of Miami. Played with great teams. Warren Sapp, Ray Lewis—they were my teammates. They were balling, Warren Sapp was playing tight end that time. I was starting defensive tackle. Yeah, they moved him over to D line, and he looked at me. He's like, "Yo, dude, I'm gonna take your spot." And I said, no, "You ain't taking my spot." He's "I'm gonna take your spot." We battled, and he took my spot. <laughs> now, you can imagine how that with me, because there goes my opportunity. He went in, switched to defensive tackle, lit the world on fire. Well, what that did, it crushed me. It crushed my dreams. I had a piss-poor senior year, zero production, no NFL, no combine invite, nothing, finally went to the CFL, Calgary Stampeders, making $250 a week Canadian. Canadian. And I had to send that home. To my, uh, to my wife at that time, I had no money. So I remember that, I got cut from Canada. Uh, my dad in his pickup truck came down four o'clock in the morning, picked me up at, at, in in Miami from Tampa. We lived in a little apartment in Tampa. He drove down in his little pickup truck to, to, to Miami to get me when I was cut from the CFL. And I thought, well, f- the, I, I leave home like you guys left home. I'm ready to tackle the world, to get after it achieve my dreams and goals, crushed by 22, 23 years old. I'm now got to move back in with my mom and dad. I played on great teams, though. Wait a second. This is not supposed to be my future. I'm supposed to be in the NFL right now. I'm supposed to be making a lot of coin and buying my parents sh- buying me sh- taking care of my wife, but it never happened. So I pulled out my wallet. I thought, well, let me see how much money I have. I opened it up. I had a five, a one, and change. Well, at least I rounded up to seven bucks. But I thought, God, ain't this a bitch? I got seven bucks in my pocket. Where the do I go now what do I do I can't go back to CFL point comes where you hear that voice big runs over like, yeah, you're done right so I heard that voice so as coach was saying man I hold on to that I'm telling you I keep my back is up against this mother we laugh we joke we have a good time but my back is still up against this mother right do not forget it what this also helps me do and again it works for me is at some point you got to be f***ing tired of not being number one. You have to be, and you gotta play angry, and I play angry. Now, I'm cool and calm with my approach, and when I step out on my field, which is a set, or, you know, like, there's some, and you're always gonna have haters, and haters are like, well, damn, man, how many movies are you gonna make, or how much shit are you gonna do? Like, you do a lot of shit, and I say, yes. It's my ambition. Of course, why not? I could do it, yeah. I love what I do, and not only that, but in what world do we not work every day? My back is up against this thing, you know, and I and I, and I I started to play angry, by the way, and, and I, still, I still play angry. My last match, Brock Lesnar, transitioned, and I realized if I had to be great at something, I wanted to be great in this world of Hollywood and movie-making and producing and entertainment, I had to commit, and like you guys have to commit. Obviously, you commit to something, commit to the goal. So I quietly retired. Two years later, I thought, what did I do with my career? Because my movies were not doing well. I was written off. I was like, it was around 2006, 2007. I was like, I left, I pulled a Jim Brown. I left when I was on top, like number one in the wrestling business. And I left, it was a ballsy, gutsy, some call it stupid move. But I had to commit and I had to follow what was in my gut. What helps me is to keep the hard times in the front of my mind it allows me to go into these big moments that I've worked my ass off and you guys have worked your ass off. It allows me to go into these big moments with a different perspective. What it also does for me, and again, this this is what works for me. Like, my back is up against this mother. Every day. It's against this fucking wall. But it's up against this mother because it's what I believe in. And when my back is against this mother, then there's nowhere to go. But that way. That's it. Doesn't mean you don't smile. Doesn't mean you don't laugh and joke. Right? Happy. I'm happy. I'm a happy guy. But when it comes to business, when it comes to executing, it's up against this. And I got to go that way. And I don't give a who is in front of me. They're not going to stop me. The key for me was... Where does it start? What's the anchor? What's the anchor? So I could have all these ambitions and you guys have all these ambitions, which is great. It's important. I'll play this role, you'll play that role. I'll execute this thing and it'll come out this summer. You guys will execute this thing during the summer, right? When it's time to really put in a lot more work. But the key with me is just always finding what the anchor is and the anchor is Getting up at four o'clock in the morning every day, before anybody else, and grounding my thought process is in the no one will outwork me. No one. I love and I respect you guys. I love. I'll start with this. Two hands, putting it to work. <clears throat> my last match in WWE, I'll share this with you guys too. Is that again? Because there's a little bit of takeaway here from all this is I wrestled John Cena, and I went in, and I think it's 2013, I went in WWE Champion, and uh, we went in MetLife Stadium, we, we had a record-breaking attendance, which was amazing that night, we accomplished our goal. So I wrestled with John Cena, we had 45 minutes planned for the match. It's non-stop, go, right? So your conditioning is tested. And at that time, I, I wasn't full-time in WWE. I was just doing these spot matches where I, would, I was still shooting G.I. Joe, I think, or Pain and Gain at that time. Or, I, oh no, it was um, it was Fast and Furious 6 in London. Had to travel in the ring, get all my ring work in, travel back to shoot uh, Fast and Furious, then back, WWE Raw, doing those shows. The big buildup to WrestleMania against John. We get to MetLife Stadium, it's a big night. This is it. It's game night, right? It's, it's, it's championship night for me. 45 minute match planned out. There's no cut. There's no, all right, well, let's pick it back up tomorrow. You know, it's go time. It's just like you guys in a game. I'm getting scared because I'm thinking, man, well, what happens if I, if I, if I pinch something or something like, you know, I don't know, your mind starts with you in the moment, there's 85,000 people, your adrenaline's rushing. I'm thinking, man, what happens if I'm gonna lose my leg or something like this, if I've just done something to my artery? final move of the match is his big finishing move and I remember I'm getting up and I'm turning like this because I have to fall into him he's going to hit me with his big finisher I remember turning into John and he says and I remember thinking to myself God please don't let this be too bad just take care of me take care of me bang comes in the back get to the back I can't move now getting a little nervous get on a jet rushed home to my doctors down in Florida and uh, get an MRI, find out that I have completely torn my adductor, the top of my my adductor and my top of my quad off my pelvis. What I was proud of was to walk out on my own, but not only that, but in this moment where the odds are against you, people are watching, teams depending on you, you either say I'm done or this sh- Whatever the f- is going on, it's temporary, and it may f- me up at some point down the road. But I'm not going to let this opportunity go by without giving it my all. As you guys know, there's nothing you can't accomplish. You're going to go on, you're going to become world champions. The key for me, well, I think one of the keys is, remember where you came from, keep that in the front of your mind and when goes bad and it goes sideways, a lot of does. You're getting booed out of the building or you're coming through this injury or people are writing you off. Uh, You guys, you know, any of that. You gotta, you gotta keep it in here. And it really has to, it should drive you. It should. It works for me. It should drive you. You get all the talent in the world. It's all here. Really, the two things I want to say are, you gotta be the hardest workers in the room. And,